This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Walk in, you're like, yes, black folks. Your numbers, will you tell her that? For real, though. I got caught cheating. We did. We never cheated. And out loud, we keep a 100. Hey, all to girl Claudia Jordan. And y'all went in on this show last Friday. We was on everybody's lips. Everybody was talking about us. The blogs on, we done then started some shit. So guess what, bitches? We are back. This is a weekly thing. Back by popular demand. Another episode. Actually, it's not just another episode. It's a full-on show with three of the most fabulous men in the entertainment industry, okay? Al Reynolds, right. Q, a.k.a. Funky Dineva, and Gary with the T are joining me tonight. We are so excited to announce the official premiere of our new Friday night series, TGIF. Now sit back and grab a beverage because that's what we're doing. And uh, we're going to spill and break down some of the biggest headlines in news and social media in a very smart, intelligent, feisty, and opinionated way. Okay. Uh, again, please welcome multimedia personality and talk show host, Funky Dineva. Brand ambassador. You are wrong for that. Brand ambassador, <laughs> Al Reynolds. Dish Nation host and nationally syndicated radio host, Gary with the T. Hey! <laughs> First of all, gentlemen, congratulations. Thank you. I'm so happy. Well, thank you. Congratulations. We got yeah. something. We got something. I mean, I done got so many phone calls about y'all stealing ideas and y'all doing this. And I, I had someone call me today that's like, I had this idea too. And I'm like, well, why did you, why did you do it then? You know what I mean? Like, I, 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 I think that's a sign that we have something good here. And I, I take that as a sign of, um, I, I take it as flattery. I think people are, we're ready for this. And I appreciate y'all being a part of this. How do y'all feel? Oh, thank you. I'm on cloud nine. I'm loving it. It's so needed. Like this, this show fills a void that people have been looking for for a long time and um we just got a bomb ass cast like i love all of y'all everybody's smart and bright and, and we gonna do the damn thing yeah um, oh, no, i'm just I, i'm i'm just hating it because i'm still computer child because i don't like this shit hell i need to be able to feel like i could touch y'all so <laughs> at a commercial break we're going to fix this so i because like, this ain't cute girl i had it right earlier damn it and now it's jacked up so we're going to Gary with the T, um, he comes with the Fendi, he comes with the Gucci, but he does not come with the Wi-Fi connection and the computer. <laughs> I just want to say that right now. Uh, and Al, how do you feel? I know Al, this is like you're not. This is kind of not really new to you, but kind of a little bit. Yeah, but people yeah, were pleasantly surprised by your personality last show. They really were. Right. You know, the good thing that I'm liking about it is that people actually get to know the real me instead of someone else creating my narrative. Now you can actually learn a little bit about me. I've never done TV, obviously, and I've never done commentary like this, but I'm enjoying it. And if I were to do it with anyone, Claudia, you and I've had this conversation, it would be with you. You've never done TV before, but you've definitely done some TV stars. So let's get into the ah, show. Messy <laughs> 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 
<laughs> now that the ink done dried on some contracts, we can go ahead and get into the tea. Uh, okay, let's talk about it. Let's get right into it. After a statewide audit, Georgia election officials has, has confirmed President Biden's victory over Donald Trump on his birthday. Matter of fact, happy uh, 78th birthday to uh, President-elect Joe Biden. Do you think uh, Donald Trump is going to concede now that Georgia and, um, you know, has said, hey, man, we blue now? Absolutely not. I feel like just the character of who he is is one that does not like to lose. And because you don't want to lose, you will make a fool of yourself trying to prove the opposition that they were wrong. So that's why they're using this whole conspiracy theory. They actually have 20 different theories out there about why things did not you know, land in their lane. But you know what? This is what I love the most about it. They've counted once, right? They recounted it by hand. Now you've lost twice. Now he still has the ability to have it recounted a third time by scan. Like who really wants to go through all that? Like after you've done lost twice, three strikes, you're out. I feel like if he has that recount done and he loses that again, he needs to pack it all up and concede. And I know plenty of movers, including myself, that will help him move out of the way. <laughs> but you want to know what's so funny? They, him and his supporters are so crazy that if he loses the third time, they will literally probably say they added a whole box of votes, new votes to the mix. Like they just keep moving the goalpost with their delusions of grandeur. I don't think he's going to even be at the inauguration, to be quite honest. And if he is, it's going to be all kind of mess, and I'm sure he's going to try to ruin it. But I don't even foresee him being at the inauguration. Gary, what do you but think? the thing is, I mean, we should leave this man alone. I mean, sometimes people experience things, a, a state of shock, a state of delusion. Claudia, you know Trump. Weren't you a friend of his once upon a time? I was. And then when he got on that Bertha bullshit, I cut ties. I wasn't fucking with him no more. I was like, you know what? You know how important this was to me to see the first black president elected and the way you're going about this whole Bertha thing. Like I, we've had conversations about, about Barack Obama when he wasn't hating on him. He didn't hate on him until, you know, that White House correspondence dinner when he dropped the mic on his ass and did a whole comedy set on him. And it's just like, he, he, he reminds, you know, it's funny. He works in the beauty pageant business. He's like the yeah. girl that was Miss USA that's supposed to turn the title over and crown the next one and won't crown the motherfucker. Like you want to keep it crown forever. You got to give it back. And why did some of these black girls get some money from him? I mean, somebody should have screwed him where they could have something over his head to make him leave the White House, but that's not happening. Would any of y'all want Donald Trump up on top of y'all or behind y'all or in front of y'all? No. Gary, uh, Gary, you're like you have an inner white woman in you. Would you would you have sex with Donald Trump? <laughs> no. No. But you know what, though? But at least, but I was send a clone, honey, to at least try to get some of those coins. I mean, you know, once upon a time he was a real rich man and people liked him. But I, I would have never thought he would turn out to be the person that he is right now. I, I would have never thought that. Well, someone yeah. else that appears to have coins, but really the money must not be as good as we think it is. Is that goddamn Rudy Giuliani? Did y'all see the press conference? Read it and melted in all the Beijing. I never seen a white yeah. man in Beijing. First of all, isn't that a mess? And they talk about black men with Beijing. This man had Beijing running all down his head, but what happened to Rudy Giuliani? He wouldn't like that. Now that, he was, that was the blood of the devil seeping out there. <laughs> and then I'm going to do you one better. There's a clip floating around when he was standing in the background. He took his handkerchief out of his pocket, blew his nose, folded it outward on the booger side sticking up, wiped <laughs> his mouth, 
then wipe his face and wipe the COVID all over his damn face. It was just a hot mess. But this, this right here, this is senility at its best. He is senile. Look at this. No, <laughs> you know what? I, I, honestly, I don't think it's senile. I think these are signs. The same way that that fly landed on Pence's head to discredit Pence in this election is the same way that this. I don't. I, this is not dye, obviously, because people are saying it's not dye. It's mascara or whatever yeah. he used. It's dripping off the side of his head. These are signs. And if I was biblical enough to tell you how signs present, I probably could, could make an analogy about this. But unfortunately, <laughs> the mark I, of the beast. Right. <laughs> but these are these are signs, and these are people that clearly we all need to be weary of and non-trusting of. Period. Selena Johnson mm -hmm. said uh, this campaign, they went from the fly to the die. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know what? Some people are, are, are getting along now and away from that Trump uh, drama. Actress Janet Hubbard and um, Hubert appeared on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion. Remember, uh, she lost everything after being replaced uh, you know, as Aunt Viv. And there was a whole bunch of drama about that. She yes. said calling a black woman difficult in Hollywood is the kiss of death. How do you feel about Janet and Will making amends after all these years? And um, should Will kind of hit that cash app for all the lost wages? What do y'all think? So let me start out by saying this, right? Because I, I, I looked at that portion of it. And I read up a couple articles of it. So first off, I'm glad that she got the healing and the closure that she so desperately needed from Will. Okay? Mm -hmm. Case closed. However... After she starts telling the story, I'm side-eyeing the hell out of her because she made it seem like Will them just got rid of her. They didn't like her. Come to find out, Mama's like, I was going through stuff at home. I was unhappy in my marriage. And as a result of it, I came to set and I just wasn't talking to nobody. It was nothing against y'all. I just wasn't talking to nobody. AKA, she was miserable in her own life. So she came to set being miserable. And then she goes on to say, she didn't get fired. She um, got made an offer and she did not accept the offer. Here's my thing. She complaining about her husband wasn't working. She had a child on the way or a child at home. Let me tell you something, baby. A little piece of contract is better than no contract at all. <laughs> you better take what you got and work with it. We all know in this business, you can always negotiate. You can always work that one season and get the money you want. The fact that they did not give her a counter offer clearly demonstrates you were not liked. Those people no. were glad to see you go. You were not liked. You were a miserable bitch on set. And uh -huh. as a result of it, they did not give you a counter offer. They would rather see you go risk the integrity of the show by recasting it than to work with your ass. But no, but let me tell you something, Don even No, sir. Let me tell you, that may be true too. She may have been having problems at home, honey, because I mean, she, she did say something like that. But Will made it very clear. It was his ass, too. Will said he was a young guy making all that money, and he didn't know how to channel himself, all his feelings and the things he was doing. So he was the main reason why he fired that woman. Because first of all, you got to remember, baby, Miss um, Janet Hubert is a Juilliard graduate. So this girl is a, a, a theater actress, and she's a grand actress. So, honey, she goes to work to do work. Will was going to work to play because he was young. And he didn't know no better. He was making all that damn money. So, honey, he just got pissed off with her, and that's why he fired this girl. But now, and I also think, too, the reason why Will did go ahead on and apologize and do all that, because he knows what he's going through. Jaden has screwed a young man over him, and honey, they made him look like an old fool, and honey, his ass feeling bad. So he said, well, let me go ahead and then have my come to Jesus moments, because, honey, 
it's not a good look for me already with my wife. So let me go ahead on and and um, apologize to this woman and bring her back. And it should have because we like the dark skin Aunt Bill, even though I like um, Daphne Reed too. But I like the initial Aunt Bill, and I'm glad he did that too. But Will was the main part of it. She may have been having problems. She may have started having problems Gary. after Will fired her. Okay, Gary, listen. Okay, I get it. I understand what you're saying, but this is let's just examine the facts of what's going on. First, he was 21 and he was yep. aboard in Hollywood. She was 30 some years and she was going through her issues. So I do feel like, you know, I can understand her standpoint of being upset with him because he had the power in his hand to either adore her and help her or ostracize her and leave her out on the wing. And he made that decision to leave her out on the wing. I can understand her being upset about that because I'm that type of dude too. Like if you cross me, I could never be on a reality show because I could never the next the next episode be back with you at a table talking like, oh, I forgive you. That's not gonna work for me. Yeah. However, though, as a Juilliard trained actress, as a very talented woman, because that woman was super talented. I used yeah. to love watching her perform. I just wouldn't let a 20 year old dwarf my ability to perform and be an amazing actress in Hollywood for 31 years. I just wouldn't do it. I feel like there could have been a better way for her to channel that challenge and to channel that defeat, period. Use that as energy to do better and be better. And yeah, I get it. During that time in Hollywood, being casted as an angry Black woman is an issue. But you got to remake yourself. You got to re re rebrand yourself. You got to do something and not live in that defeat. That's just my personal thing. I would never wait for him to say to me, sorry, before I move on to focus on my career and be the best person that I am, because she was amazing. That's a good point. And we're going to take a quick break, but I want y'all to think about this before we go to break. It's just something I just thought of just now. Um, before the end of the show, I want y'all to think about somebody that maybe you had a fallen out with, or y'all have something unresolved that maybe we can let go publicly on this show. It's not mandatory, but if you have someone, think about it. And we maybe, maybe we can do the same thing that Will and Janet did. Maybe we can, we can, we, we, I'm inspired by at least trying to move forward. Okay. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're breaking down some of the biggest headlines in social media and in the news. We'll be back with more TGIF right here on Fox Soul. Welcome back to TGIF. If you want to see more Foxhole content, go to foxhole.tv or download that Foxhole app. Or listen, this is not just a YouTube thing. You can watch this on your smart TVs on several platforms. Uh, go to Fox Now, Fire TV, Roku, YouTube, Apple TV, Zoom, Tubi, or Caffeine.tv. I am here with multimedia personality and talk show host Funky Dineva, a.k.a. Q. Um, <laughs> you know, Q. <laughs> Those that know, no. <laughs> Brand ambassador and party animal, Al Reynolds, and host of Dish Nation and fashionista, Gary with the team. <laughs> yeah, y'all are funny. Um, listen, we're going to talk about this Monique story. She recently appeared on Tamar Braxton's podcast. And explain why she calls her husband, Sidney Hicks, daddy. Monique stated, uh, and when people say to me, why do you call him daddy? I tell him because he's raising me. She even went a little deeper into saying that her husband has given her everything that her father did not. What are your thoughts? 
I think it's beautiful. Because, I mean, first of all, you remember Sherelle, y'all made the song, you're giving me everything I missed at home. So he's giving her everything. <laughs> That's not what she missed. She missed at home. And then her daddy didn't give it to her, so he's giving it to her. So, And I mean, don't y'all call y'all spouses and make daddy every now and then? I, <laughs> and I was lying. I think it's one thing to like do it as part of sexual banter or you know you plan or a term of endearment and I think it's another to look at your mount your spouse like they your damn daddy that shit feels incestuous it just feels a little unnatural I think you just turned Gary on though and then to say <laughs> you just say he's raising me I wish I would stand up publicly and say another grown ass man is damn raising me like that but, I, but I think I think I think you guys need to stop hating I think Thank you He's making her feel very good behind those closed doors and in their bedroom. And if she wants to call him daddy, she can call him daddy. If she wants to feel like he's raising her, then she should be able to feel like he's raising her. I think, Monique, whatever's making that relationship thrive and make that relationship work, block out everything on the outside and live your best life. If you call daddy, daddy, natty, Whatever. Exactly. Uh, can you say Did you ever call Star Mommy? No, she called me Daddy though for sure. <laughs> really? Did you but like that? Like, was that a turn on? Obviously, she was like a morning, right? She did. She did as she was told. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. <laughs> this song got really. Tell us more. Give us. You turn the red. No, that's the best thing that I liked about my relationship, actually, with Star was. Star was very traditional when it came to our role in our marriage. She respected her husband. Her husband was the head of the household and she did things accordingly. That to me is hot. Yes. Smart, sexy, successful woman, do what you tell them to do. You can't ask for anything more. That's right, Al. So that shit didn't work then. Look, I, I stayed in my lane on what I just said, all right? Thank you, Al. We're not going outside of that lane right now. Don't, right. don't, 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 don't get them caught up here. We want to keep them right. I've been drinking. And y'all yeah, know. Y'all act like y'all ain't never been in a relationship where the person tell y'all, who's is it? And y'all said, daddy. So stop lying. That's I, I said it. I said it. I, I, feel like this, I feel like this to me is how I interpret Monique. I interpret Monique as she understands her role in that household with her man. And she made a conscious decision to play the submissive role of that relationship with her man. And there's nothing wrong with that. Any woman, and I would say 90% of the women that are very successful and have jobs and have great careers, they're tired of having that at home. They want somebody to take control and tell them what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. And they want to be taken care of because they are a woman. As as the one woman here, I'm going to say, I'm going to say this. I think you make some valid points. I think you all made good points. But I will say, especially when you're the, um, everyone knows you're the the breadwinner. There is a thing you have to do with your man to make it where he doesn't feel like less than at home. So I think she probably kills, like she's she's like the head financially. Right. And he's the head at home. Is that fair to say? That's fair. Would, I would yeah. say, yes. Let me, let me tell y'all what y'all not gonna do. 
Y'all is okay. not gonna sit your ass on these people internet and normalize no grown ass woman calling them her husband daddy talking about this Negro is raising me. That's not what you <laughs> might as well move on to the next damn subject. There is absolutely nothing wrong with healthy role play to keep healthy relations. And Here, where do you but, role play? In the theater of your bedroom, okay? Thank you. Not on the stage of the world. No, ma'am. No. You know what's funny? I gotta say this. You know what's funny about Al? Al on this show is a totally different Al than he is in our group chat. And I'm just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> Move on. No, okay. No, no, no. That's not fair. What you are seeing is I've had, I've been drinking this week. So why oh. you trying to, okay, we're gonna move on. Uh, former NBA player LeVar Ball recently gave his sons some advice on finding love while they're playing the NBA and didn't hold back. He said, you're never gonna meet a wife, a nice woman in basketball. You're gonna meet a nice hoe. What are your thoughts? Actually, oh, I got, let me speak on that first. Let me tell y'all something. That bothers me because first of all, honey, it's like, uh, let me make sure I choose my words right. Now, the thing is, honey, you know damn well, honey, he's probably trying to be talking about black women because, first of all, these boys are not going to marry black women because, first of all, number one, black men with money aren't marrying black women. So, Thank and you. then they sports players, too. They not going to marry no black woman. But now, if that had been a white woman, honey, and stuff like that, he would have never called them a hoe. He said they didn't brought some hoes already home. That's what he said, that the boys have brought some home. He said, but why they can't get somebody like they mama? They mama white. So... Wow. I'm just. I want to add to it. First of all, LeVar Ball and all three of them songs is ugly as all hell. They look hormonally <laughs> deformed. Okay. okay. So first yeah. of all, it's going to take. What you're not going to do is hate on the light skin. It, it ain't got nothing to do with light. Matter of fact, they probably would look a little better if they had some melanin, but it's going to take no. money for they ugly asses to get a hoe, yet alone a good girl. That's number one. And they're yeah. all ugly kids. Yeah. They're all ugly. They they daddy son. That's the first thing. Second, yeah. it's self-fulfilling prophecy, right? He sees something in his sons that says they're gonna get hoes. That means you ain't raised them right. Cause nah. if, well, if you raised them right and you instilled in them, you know, what it is they should be looking for and set a good example, then you wouldn't have no worry about them going out and getting hoes. There are plenty of successful athletic women that they can find on their aid. They can find a Serena Williams at the Sports Illustrated convention or wherever the hell y'all sports people go. There's plenty of places they can find good women on their level. That's just, you raised them to seek out hoes. That's how I see it. I, wow. this, this is how I feel about it. I think what's so interesting about uh, the father is that his commentary is always on point. It's like, it's always on target. It just doesn't have any room for, for additional conversation because he doesn't allow it. He's absolutely right what he says. For a young 20 year old, as attractive as, to me, I feel like those light-skinned guys are attractive because what makes a person attractive in America today is how much money you make, how successful you are, and yeah. your presence in, in pop culture. And these kids have a voice and a presence that can't be ignored. And LaMelo, La this young man, remember, remember what he did. He was the youngest in the foreign league because he was doing it in high school. He was the youngest to launch a, fo a, a foot line, uh, you know, while he was doing it. He also tried to buy 
the NBA, I mean, the professional basketball team that he was a part of. Like this kid is a baller and in many ways a mogul. So he's attractive to millions, if not multi-millions of people. So we talk about hoes. I feel like the father makes a lot of sense in the basic understanding of what's going on. I mean, he's right. Like, yo, look, these women out here aren't loving you because of who you are, because they don't know. They love you because of your PR. And he did make another, what I thought was very smart was he was like, by the time you're 30, when you're retiring, you have to, you know, turn a side eye as why is a 30 year old not married at 30? So the only part that I did not definitely agree with is that a lot of women of substance are single at 30. And it's not because they have mental issues. It's because they've chosen their careers. They've chosen careers over being in a relationship that's dysfunctional. So that's the only thing that I don't. Well, mistake. Al, which one of them got caught stealing? One of them was stealing. <laughs> See, well, yeah, right. like, I feel like if any of them was stealing, they were doing it because they were bored because they got enough money to buy the store that they stole it out of. Well, guess what? So that means hoes get rid of them because they got bored and got money. Then to hell with them. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, uh, Al. Wow, you, you you taking up for the boys over there? No, I'm taking. I'm definitely taking up for them because listen, I, y'all know that this is about me. When it comes to men of color making money, enterprising and about their entrepreneurship, you're gonna always get a thumbs up for me. And that father right there, that's one thing that he does not falter on. Now he may have faltered on a lot of other stuff. Now they might not be prepared for life in general, (laughs) but I will tell you that they have not faltered on the opportunity of commoditizing their athleticism and their greatness. And not just one, not just two, but three young man he's been able to preserve and uh, when it comes to I'm going to use that word commoditizing commoditizing I like that I like it okay so moving on uh Michigan sheriff uh, deputy has been fired after he posted a racist photo of a carved watermelon to depict Kamala Harris uh correction Madam Vice President elect Kamala Harris uh Sherry Pros of the Oakland County Sheriff's Office posted three pumpkins labeled Trump, Pence, Biden, and then went ahead and carved a watermelon for Kamala. Why are accomplished black women so easily disrespected and nobody bats a goddamn eye? Why? Al. Well, shit, uh, you know, I'll answer it. Don't ask me. First of all, um, I don't think that they are, I feel like this is a racial thing in this instance. Why would you depict the white people in the political scene with regular pumpkins, but then depict the first African-American and Indian-American, sorry, whatever, you know, I'm not politically correct on that, whatever she's supposed to be, but why would you depict her with a watermelon? That to me lets you know that there is a racial undercurrent and a racial intent with the act, right? And not only is there a racial undercurrent and a racial tint, but there's also the, it was conscious. So she decided that not, I'm not gonna paint a pumpkin with a face, with a black face, because she had that option to do that. I'm not gonna do that. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna get a watermelon, which is the like most disrespectful thing that you can do to depict 
black the black or african-american experience i refuse to have watermelon in public because of the stereotypes i just I mean, feel like well you're a damn fool i go everybody. every night and get me a bucket of watermelon my little thing of watermelon and i get chemical let me tell you something honey white people eat more watermelon than us they just get theirs cut up we buy the whole watermelon so honey <laughs> let's be clear and it, it, it does suck though, because in 2020, everybody knows watermelon and fried chicken is a racial trope. Like there's just no room for, I didn't know. I didn't know it was everybody know. That's why she did it. It was meant- right. 100% that's why she did it. Like there's no, yeah. there's no, there's no, there's no, she, and she, her, her comment was that she's not a racist. Okay, if you're not a racist, then what are you? An asshole. So on that note, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Dwight Howard. You know, Dwight Howard, he recently tied the knot. Uh, oh. We're going to get your thoughts on that. When we come back, we're taking a quick break right here on a TGIF on a, you know, box O. <laughs> Welcome back to the hottest new show on television, TGIF. Okay, listen, before I went to break, I teased that, uh, you know, Congratulations are in order to NBA superstar Dwight Howard. He recently, um, he tied the knot and he said marriage changed his life. Oh. Kylie tying the knot with 23-year-old T.A. Cooper. T.A. Cooper? T.A. Cooper or T.S. Yeah. What? T.A. <laughs> Cooper or T.S. Cooper? Um, oh, well, T.A. <laughs> um, the script says T.A. Cooper, um, maybe changed your life. Yeah. What'd okay. you say, Claudia? Have y'all ever met anyone and gotten into a relationship with them that, that changed your whole life? And whoever wants well, to yeah. uh, well, on the topic. What do y'all think about the uh, Dwight Howard? He's married now. He said it changed his life. Oh, that is amazing. And the good thing about it is, though, if I'm not mistaken, she's a WNBA star. Oh, she definitely got a dick. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh my god. That's why oh, everyone made T.S. Cooper or T.A. Cooper. What all the hell She's a basketball. She's a basketball. But you know what, though, now, that was dirty. But he did pull Royce like a dog, though, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Kill. We don't give a damn about that damn way. If she got a dick, <laughs> she don't have them. Not. She's a WNBA. Oh, is it? She probably yeah. got a dick. <laughs> oh my god. So you trying to say she's a chick with a dick? Oh. Uh, uh, I, uh, I don't make the news. I just reported that when the people said. Uh, but that was a while back ago. Kill when that queen said that she was with him. That's not the same person. Okay. This is transgender. Don't call it transgender queen. Huh? <laughs> no, wasn't she's a, a, wasn't it a transgen wasn't it a transgender uh who, who said I, they was with him? I gotta tell These you are rumors and allegations, you guys. All right, allegations. Wasn't it a transgender that said that they had sexual relations with him? Yes. Yeah, she did say that. Oh, yeah, that was sad. We got to pray, honey. But he disputed that. He said it was not true. And Royce never came out and she never said nothing different because she has a son with him. But you remember there was also stories swirling around at one point that his teammates in the locker room would feel uncomfortable at the incessant groping of their crotches that he would do. So again, I asked, is her name A, whatever it is, or is it T.S.? 
because the people want to know if she got a dick. Uh, well, I would say this, you know, he met someone new and allegedly. She, well, yeah, and he's married to her now, right? They said he married to her. He's married. So not allegedly married. Maybe she did change his life. Maybe she changed everything. And her exactly. Maybe he's gonna stop groping allegedly those men in the locker room right, and he's gonna grope her. That's allegations, and that is not the views of Fox Soul, Fox Media, Fox, Fox Operation, or anybody else that writes our check. Um, so, <laughs> should we just say that we are uh, we we wish? Congratulations, congratulations. Now, I'm gonna say this though: he need to make sure Royce get her money because my homegirl. And shouts out to my homegirl LaQuisha. She lived in the same apartment complex in Orlando with Royce, and she said Royce. Don't, first of all, why is Royce living where I live? Number one, because I'm a school teacher, and number two. That Royce don't look like she doing too well financially. So he really that's what she said. She was her neighbor. <laughs> well, this is all I know that I, I I enjoyed watching him this NBA season in the bubble. I think he oh did. he played. Uh, of course, he played. The thing that I'm most disappointed about was that he was expected to come back to the Lakers, and now it's jeopardized that he's not going to be back with the Lakers. He had a tweet that he was excited to come back to the Lakers and he recently deleted that tweet. So it looks like he may not be returning back to the Lakers. And I, you know, I have to say, when it comes to, when it comes to the sports, whatever it is off the court, when it comes to the court, he gives a lot of heart. He gives a lot of good, like- teams. Oh, you're he saying- He's gonna child support. <laughs> and he groping people in the locker room off the Allegedly. Court. So Allegedly. you're saying he puts a lot into his game. <laughs> Moving well, on, yeah. People Magazine. I cannot with People Magazine named their sexiest man alive for 2020. Who and was it's it? none other than Michael B. Jordan. Are you here for the choice? Yep, God. No. Yeah. He is not. He okay, Q, y'all. Uh, he was all right, but he wasn't all that hell. So, he was. I mean, they could have picked Kevin Hart. I chose Kevin Hart. So going back to Al's earlier point about what makes somebody attractive these days, sexy goes beyond physicality. It's, you know, what you doing in the world, how much money you got, your present. <laughs> <laughs> I think Michael B. Jordan looked good. I recently saw uh, watch Wakanda again the other day and I was like, God damn, he looked good. Like he looks really- and He in Wakanda? Oh God, this girl. <laughs> <laughs> Step into the 90s, Gary. Yeah, I mean, what, Gary, what do you watch? What, what, what movie? What's the last movie you've seen, Gary? Which was the last one? Color Purple. I but I don't go to the movie. <laughs> I can't afford them. I, I thought that guy that died was in Wakanda. Um, he was. Chad was. Yeah. Gary, who do you think is the sexiest man alive? None of them. Hell. I've chose Al. Al is the sexiest man alive. Hell, you, you are right. You are one hundred percent right. I am. Can God, we show the picture of Al that he put in the chat room? I should have sent that to producers. We should put that on the show. No, that was for my OnlyFans page. We, <gasps> we before we go to break, we gonna talk. So Al, we've been in the. We have a group chat with this group right here. It is freaking hilarious. And Al Reynolds posts an unsolicited picture in his brief bikini. Underwear, you at the tanning booth, and your body looked amazing. Actually, I, I knew you had ass, but I didn't know your body looked like that. Well, you know, looks like you holding a little something too. By the way, hey, 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 don't be mad. 
This chat has just gone so left. Yes, it is. Kill Go to the next question. That is my brother. I don't. I don't want. I don't want. I do want to go back to Michael B. Jordan. I do. Kill. We we gonna make it clear. Ain't nobody on this um um show are lesbians. So let's move okay. on. And don't nobody want our potato salad complected ass, okay? <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna let I'm gonna let this pass right now because you know my mouth, right? And Claudia, you know I will let them have it right now, but we're gonna be good. But I do want to go back to this to Michael B. Jordan. My brother, congratulations, because for people magazine to recognize another brother is is it's amazing. And I, I would say just the fact that they elected him, he deserves my homage. So oh. I, I will say this, congratulations. I will say this, congratulations, because it's hard out here. And I, you know, and I'm not hating, no homo, but the guy oh. is attractive. Wait, you don't have to say that. Thank you. <laughs> the hell with that. That was 90s. He works hard and he deserves it. So stand in your presence, stand in your blessing, and thumbs up to you. You are so oh. full of shit, right? You're speaking. That so was so touching. You, you like, I'm like, all, Al is the messiest, right. biggest asshole in person. He talks so much shit. And you put ah. a, if I'd have known I put a cam on your ass and you gotta get beauty pageant politically correct, I would have reconsidered this. I'm gonna need messy Al. I'm in a minute. Michael B. Jordan, listen, I have nothing bad to say about Michael B. Jordan. He's right. He ain't putting you in no, no. movie. And he's <laughs> putting you in no movie. And he can dress. We got to take a quick break. We got to get Al Reynolds all the way together. I, I, I need another shot in Al's mouth real quick. We got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more TGIF right after this. This got all Welcome back to TGIF with Al Reynolds, Funky Dineve, and Gary with the T. Let's get back into some more stories. You know what? And you, I, see, I feel like I need to address it. What's I feel like up? I have to. I feel like yeah, I have to. No, you don't. Here's the thing. You're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Can I just say this something real quick? How long have I been talking to any of y'all about doing a show with you? I, Al, I know we've got, I've talked about doing something for a while. I just want to talk about that real quick. Okay. I think I told no, you what no, F no, 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 for sure. You and I, the one thing that I love about Claudia in my experience is that Claudia is definitely a businesswoman and she's very smart. And so she and I, when we do hang out, usually around the Essence Festival, we have such a great time and we're like, okay, how can we keep this going? Like, how can we work together? Because we always are like, we enjoy each other so much. I respect her. She's very tolerant of me because I am crazy. But we have been talking about this actually for years. It's not something that just came up last week. It's not something that just came up like, you know, two months ago. This is something that we have been in dialogue about for a long time. And now that the, you know, the stars have aligned and she was, you know, she got Fox Soul. I was like, yo, and she was like, yo. And I was like, hey, what can we do? Because one thing that I know is that you're very smart at understanding what is needed in the media space and you act on it. Like you don't, you don't wait for shit. You don't wait for nobody to validate nothing. And that's the best, that's what I admire about you the most in the business. You will recreate yourself in 30 seconds. And that's, that's attractive to me. So- 
you were like, let's do something. And I was like, let's do it. How are we going to do it? And you were like, listen, I got this idea. This is who I want to put together. Are you in? And I was like, I trust you 100%. Let's go. I just want to say, I don't want it to ever be mistaken. I never want y'all to ever feel like um, you're being exploited in any way. Um, I, I, I like all three of your personalities because you bring a fan base. You're intelligent. Um, you're not, uh, you're complex. Um, and I feel like that isn't always necessarily shown when they show a man from the community. Let's just go ahead and say it. A lot of times it's only based on surface things, which I think it's a disservice to the, the, the men involved. And I never want y'all to ever feel like that. And if you ever do feel like I'm going that direction, hold me accountable. Check me. Tell me, I don't like this. I feel like I'm being used. I feel like this is not representing the way I want to be represented because I feel like there's a space, a void actually in the industry where they, you know, I, I, I don't want to feel, I don't want any one of y'all to ever feel like you're a gimmick or used for a surface thing. And that's why these conversations will always be of depth and of substance and we'll have fun, but they'll never be like, you know, you're never going to be caricatures on the show if I can help, if I can help it. I think the best thing, Claudia, how you speak to this situation is that there's a spectrum to us. All right. Yes, and it's there is not a spectrum. one-sided. There, we come in all different forms and you've created a panel here to show that there is a spectrum. And in that spectrum, there's smart talk. In that spectrum, there's fun talk. In that spectrum, there is read talk. But there is a spectrum. And it, we, can, we can engage you on multiple levels on multiple parts of the spectrum. And that's what I enjoy about your eye and understanding how to put us together. With all that being said, what you said all that for? What was, now, what's the next part? I'm finna say, we smart, we working, we getting paid. Fuck the people. What's the next topic? Thank you. I don't know, but all I know is that I barely got on the daggone promotional flyer. Can next time, can I get like a little more on in, in, in there? Because I barely got on that mug. First of all, y'all was all sending me old R&B singer photos. I'm like, this is not a Temptations album cover. Like, I'm like, God damn, can we get something from 2000? And I, and I had to break it to y'all and not say it in a mean way. I'm like, y'all have any other options? No, we ain't got Y'all niggas will send me Deacon-like pictures. I'm like, this is not. I love the flyer. You look like a boss. No, the, the flyer now is great, but that wasn't all the first. There was other options. Okay. I didn't Gary. <laughs> Go to the next question. All right, next next question, please. Okay, we, we went through so many topics. We might have to just throw some more in there because that we went through so many. So listen, uh, Russell Simmons won a bid to have his rape accusers $10 million lawsuit tossed out. The alleged victim that Simmons, uh, the, the alleged victim claimed that he raped her uh, decades ago in a hotel room. The Los Angeles County Superior Court judge says that women's claims were legally time barred because it happened in 1998 and she filed her suit in 2018, almost 28 years too late. What are your thoughts? Now this, oh, I'm sorry. This is my thought on it. I, as I understood it, I, because of the Me Too movement, I was under the impression that women are now given the ability to bring those type of allegations up you know, beyond just for some states it's five years, for the state of New York it's 10 years or 20 years. And I thought that after the Me Too movement that was lifted to an age limit, which was 70 years old for women, if they were ever allegedly statutorily raped, that they could bring that forward. Um, however, I understand that in the state of New York, it's not like that, it is 10 years. So it could have happened 
1998, but she did have until 2008. But I think the reason why that her, her court case had merit was because she was under the age, remember she's 65, she was it, under- It was a 1988, that's what happened. Right, no, 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 she right now today is 64. Right. The woman who alleged that it happened to she now today 64. So she felt like she had married to bring the lawsuit because she was under the age of 70. Was my understanding. Well, I think, you know, I think the greatest form of learning is unlearning. And the Me Too movement definitely forced me and a lot of people to unlearn this knee-jerk reaction. When somebody tell you that something happened to them in 1988, I think the average person was like, girl, go sit down somewhere. Like, like, really? Um, and I, through the Me Too movement, have had to unlearn that, you know, and recognize that while the time may sound absurd to me, the person who did not go through it, um, that there does have to be grounds for people to heal whenever they see fit, whether it's a year after or whatever, or if it's 30 something years later, 28 years. But just the reasonable part of me still ponders on why now? Right, right. Yeah. I do. Uh, but, and not just that too, and, and that's the sad thing, but y'all should have known they, they wasn't gonna charge Russell. That man moved to Bali. He moved out of the country. So they couldn't get him if he out of the country. So after it all went down to the court, he moved, probably come back to the States, but he moved to Bali. So hell, you can't do him nothing in Bali. I, mean, I don't know what the extradition laws are, but they could extradite him if we have some sort of working relationship. Al, that's your area. What's the extradition that's law? Now, you know, I will research some shit. <laughs> but this, this is my thing on, on that and understanding the limitations and the legal legality around stuff. I just feel like this. The person I was 20 years ago is not the person that I am now. So for you- But you have the same dick that raped a woman though. Okay, cut it out. Now I look the same, yes, that's correct. But no. uh, I say this though, the person that you are 20 years ago is not the person that you are necessarily. And I feel like there should be a time limit for when you can help hold a person accountable you can't be like digging up shit from 30s because like if you dig up shit from 30 years ago with me, like we're going to be in court for a long time. Like, you know what? I have a mixed feelings on that. If it happens to you, it don't matter how long ago it happened. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then there's that one little white bitch that, that lied about Emmett Till, that whore, that raggedy, yeah. filthy, wet dog whore is still alive and nothing ever happened to her. I am okay throwing that raggedy ass bitch in jail right now. I'm letting her serve out the rest of her days in prison, hopefully getting assaulted. Because not the not way that, that she allowed a, what, a, a teenage boy to be lynched and mutilated, yes. and say, oh, you know what, maybe he didn't harass me, and she let it happen and got, was able to live her life with no, no condition, nothing happened to her. I'm like, fuck not that bitch, I don't care, we no, gonna no, get no, on no, our no. Death. Like, you know? I totally agree with that, but let's talk about in this instance, she went to uh, a concert or an event. She then went backstage with her son to meet Russell. Like, first of all, you went to meet him specifically. So you went to meet him because you were interested in him. You don't just go backstage when there's like 10, 10 artists performing and you only want to meet him. 
Okay, now let's let's just. But that dig- doesn't mean you wanted to have sex with them. I understand, but hold on, let's just dig a little deeper. Me and you don't met a lot of celebrities that met, and none of us. We did not smash. Let's just dig a little bit deeper, okay? Now you're gonna meet Russell Simmons backstage after a concert. He's going to invite you back to his hotel room. Mm-hmm. Like y'all gonna read the Bible? Right. Y'all gonna do Bible verses? You know what? What do you mean? Tabby Bates. No, wait. The best part is she drops her son off at the babysitter because she knew that she had to go read the Bible with Russell back at the hotel room. Kathy Bates came under fire because she made some comments back in the day. She said, back in, she said, basically in, in this instance, I don't understand these women because back in my day when the director invited you to his hotel room, you knew what you were you going to do. You knew what you was going you know to do. And it's like, and again, I'm having to unlearn behavior because Me Too moment, m- movement is teaching us that we have to be more sensitive to the nuance of these meetings and whatnot. But just the reasonable part of me is like, girl, give me a damn break. Like, anybody knows when you go to a band person's hotel room tour yeah. after the right. show is to act the body. Right. Yeah. I, 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 we got to take a break, but I'm going to say this as a woman here. Um, I have done all of that and not thinking that I was going to have sex with someone. I have met people that I admire. I met people I thought it'd be cool to hang with them because they seem dope to me. I'm a fan. Or even if you think you might like them, that doesn't mean you want to have sex with them that day. And after a lot of this stuff came out, I had to reevaluate some of the stuff I did. I, I was like, wow, I put myself in dangerous. I didn't know so many people thought just saying yes to hang on after meant that I'm supposed to have sex with you. I'm supposed to have sex with you when I want to. If I'm in your room at three o'clock in the morning, I could just be... Listen, Al, we don't went out and left to go out in New York City at two, three o'clock in the morning. That doesn't mean anything. You know what I'm saying? So I, 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 I feel like this is a conversation we probably need to have more time for because I think it's very complex. I really do. And you both, everyone had valid points. But I don't think going to someone's hotel room automatically means you're asking for it. We're going to take a think, I don't We, we got to go to break. No, no. We're going to get a fine. We got to go to break. Okay. okay. Uh, we'll be back with more right after the break. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. Thank God it's Friday. Listen, before we go, we're going to play a good old fashioned game of cuff, smash, or pass. I'm going to name three famous ladies or gents, and you guys are going to simply tell me which one you would cuff, make them your boo, smash, have sex with them, or pass, let them go because you're not here for them. Y'all ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> First one, Michael B. Jordan, Morris Chestnut, Idris Elba. Who wants to take that one? All right, I'll go. So Michael P. Jordan, I'll cuff. Mm-hmm. Idris Elba, I'll smash. And who was the other one? Uh, Morris Chestnut. Morris Chestnut. Yeah, he's he's real dated. He's real 97. He can pass. He's fine as hell. Pass. Okay, Al Reynolds, uh, Nia Long. Okay. Gabrielle Union or Beyonce. Who you cuffing, who you smashing, who you passing? Smashing them all at the same time. Oh, that's right. That's not the game. Because Nia Long is like from back in the day, uh, like Beyonce, obviously, like there's no discussion there. Who was the third one? Gabrielle Union. Gabrielle Union, I can just feel it in my bones that there's some freak in her. I feel like there's some, there's some, <laughs> there's some threesome in her. I feel like oh. Like there's some like swinger shit in her. I allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Oh, yeah. Uh, you asked my descent, mm-hmm. right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gary, oh. Gary, you ready for huh. yours? Yes. Uh, you're in Atlanta, so this is perfect for you. Um, Jeezy, Future, or Gucci <laughs> Man. <laughs> <laughs> Gary don't even know who them people is. <laughs> Gary, Gary, Gary like a thug, be very clear. Gary like a thug, a trap queen. King. Jeezy, Gucci, and who? And Future. <laughs> Bitch, I'm passing on all of them because I'm scared of them. <laughs> That's rappers. <laughs> and Future Fertile. Future Fertile, so stay the hell away from him. Okay. Are you saying Future would get Gary pregnant? maternity side. Look, Claudia, that's when my inner white woman come out, girl. Pass. No, you ain't pass. That's why you're at home alone. Smash, Negro. Smash. I think, right. make, but I think Future would make Gary a single mom, so we don't want to have that. Okay. okay, they got enough of them out there, honey. Okay. Listen, y'all, This I, we need two hours. We need two hours. This was fun. This was really fun. Y'all was even better this week than you was last week. Yeah. Hold on. And you look good, Claudia. We had a lot of moments. And we, we, I, I, we don't got in trouble. I feel oh, like. we in trouble. And, and, and Al, <laughs> let me just be real. Al is drunk as fuck trying to be like be on point. Like he's like a drunk man going to pick up the the girlfriend in front of the parents and trying to behave himself. Because he, he lied half this show being goody t-shirt. I'm going to tell you that right now. I told no. you hey. that to drink. Yeah. I told you. I'm I'm going to go get a good massage, so <laughs> I have to do my next. We got to go, uh, Gary, listen. you got a wide-ass booty hole. That's <laughs> <laughs> this is a massage. <laughs> no, Gary, you Gary, enjoy yourself this weekend. Take care. No. We got to we, we, we gotta go, <laughs> goddammit. I want to thank my co-host, Al Reynolds. <laughs> Funky Dineva and Gary with the T. Thank you for joining. <laughs> we should sign out like that. Oh, we not signed out. Good night, America. I'm trying, Good to, night. I'm trying to sign out. We gotta go, yo. Thank you so much for watching us on the Foxhole TV mobile app. Stay tuned for Hollywood Unlocked with Jason Lee Uncensored. Uh, we'll see y'all back here next Friday if we don't get sued. All right, y'all. Y'all have a good weekend, Gary. Bye, y'all. Enjoy yourself, Gary. <laughs> <laughs>